0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, good afternoon to you. Happy Friday. But it's so shocking weather-wise out there. Oh, come
1: on. This is the negativity we don't want. We can be the sunshine. We're going to bring the good vibes for you, Bayside. Look,
0: I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but Summer, what's happened?
1: (laughs) No so go on, here's your little ranch, La Nina, La Nina, whatever it is, pattern. It's hey, a wet season. You
0: said it. I didn't I wasn't even gonna mention it, but you have.
1: Yeah, Carl's fun fact for the day. Tick off already. Um, yes, it is a little bit average outside, but you know what? It's fine because it's still Friday. We're almost at the weekend point, guys. We're not there yet. But this is the weekends of all weekends, too, Bianco. It
0: Certainly is. Because
1: Christmas is just around the corner. I think the kids do the kids finish school today? That's how old I am. I don't even know when school holidays some are. Some
0: have already finished. Others have got their last day. I'm pretty sure this is the last day for a lot of kids, though. Ooh,
1: so when we hit 5 o'clock, like, I mean, they've already finished, but maybe some of them are in after-school care. 5 o'clock, holidays start Jeez, as well. You'd
0: hate to be that kid, wouldn't you? in after-school care on the last day of school.
1: Did they still finish so early? I remember getting to school on the last day, and I was there for maybe three hours. Yeah. That's my kind of day.
0: I used to love after-school care.
1: I never went, personally. Some
0: after school cares. Yeah. As I got older, I got less interested. There was a particular one when I was at my first primary school where it was good. And then, yeah, we're down. Oh, well.
1: But enough about our lives. Bayside, we hope you are doing well. We've got a big show lined up.
0: Always a big show.
1: I want to talk a little bit about sibling rivalry.
0: (laughs) That's timely. Uh (laughs)
1: But we're also going to be talking about unlikely accessories. I got myself into a bit of a pickle yesterday, and um, obviously I need to share with you guys because I share everything.
0: Sounds smelly, anyway. I want to talk about a movie star who's blown up. Blown Not up? Lit- <laughs> <laughs> Not literally. Don't worry. It's okay. They're okay. I think. I hope. I don't. You mean know. a temper. Yeah, that's what I mean. Have
1: they chucked their toys out of the crib, as they say?
0: Yeah, something like that. Anyway, text us in 0404 Carl and Catherine with you. This is Kylie. I've done a clean out of my room. I've been talking about it. I've been documenting it. I've been saying I've been doing spring cleaning for a while.
1: I think we need to start calling this the clock.
0: Yeah, but today's a big day. It's
1: a big day.
0: I finally get my new bed. Yes. And I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, so Bianco has actually... Do I want to say you've turned your room upside down and taken most of it out? And only a few things remain in the space at the moment.
0: I couldn't have said it any better myself.
1: You're seeing things from your past that are coming up that have been tucked away. Well, it's
0: funny you should mention that because I want to know when you've done the biggest clean out of your life, basically, what have you found from your childhood? Yeah. Because I found some very questionable items. Yeah. Very questionable. Apparently, I was entered into baby pageants.
1: Me too. Did you win?
0: Yes, I have like four or five sashes.
1: Yeah, I won cutest baby under nine months. And that was when I peaked.
0: I had like two or three cutest baby sashes.
1: What if we faced off against each other?
0: There's every chance we did.
1: Yeah, I was only in one and then mum was like, no, that's enough.
0: Was it at a particular shopping centre?
1: I have no idea. I've got a trophy, but I have no idea.
0: Jan, if you're listening, text us in. Did Catherine appear in pageants at a particular shopping centre? Might start with NNN. N? No, might start with S and end in Southland. <laughs> Good one, Carl. Going just swell today. It's the weather, I tell you. I always blame it on the weather. When it's too hot, I'm funny. And when it's too cold, I'm also funny. Yeah, or not so funny. funny in a weird way. Funny in a weird way. Yeah, yeah not funny as in you yeah, actually, ha-ha, funny. Yeah. So what try. else did you find? Well, I found my old, like, comfort bear. Yeah. Yeah, which was interesting. I, I talked about it the other day, Rumpy. Yeah. And I found Rumpy.
1: Well, do you want to know something really crazy? You had a Rumpy? No. Oh. I was really origin- original. My teddy bear Ted was named Ted. Real complex. Did I know. it talk back to you? No, it didn't. Oh, that's um, a shame. No one does. But anyway, I found a notebook yeah. from me when I finished high school and I wrote down everything I wanted to do. I found it recently. Right. Everything came true. Guess what else was on there?
0: You wanted to star in your own TV series or something?
1: I wish. That did happen. Thank you. Um, no, I said I wanted to join 88.3.
0: What? You actually said that?
1: At 18. I said I wanted to join because I'd done one like little trial thing here when I was in school.
0: Hang on. So you wrote this while you were at school that you wanted to join yeah. 88.3.
1: How young and naive I was. That poor girl. Well, only she knew. You
0: have peaked. <laughs> you have well and truly peaked. Not only have you joined 88.3... You've done Friday Drive for over three years and you've also done Monday Breakfast. What
1: was interesting was you weren't on my list, so you know. You did you say
0: a really good-looking co-host? Because I'm really sorry no. to disappoint you. <laughs> if you wanted a guy with abs, unfortunately, you got a guy with flaps. But that's <laughs> but
1: hey, guys, it just goes to show, if you write it down, it can come true. Yeah. Dreams do come true and look, look at me now.
0: My dreams did come true as well. I unfortunately didn't get a damsel in distress, but, you know, that's not what you want.
1: No, it's not. You want strong, independent women.
0: That's it. I'm still trying to find that one. (laughs) Servitude. Ouch. Electric fields. Glorious. Carl and Catherine on a Friday. That's the Rubens' masterpiece. Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday on (laughs) 88.3. What
1: was that for?
0: Jack, get yourself onto a microphone now. All right, I'm here. How long long have you worked with us for? Four years too long. Four years too long. Mm. Right, you know proper radio etiquette, don't you? Yeah, I do. Obviously, you've forgotten it.
1: Well,
0: it's raining outside. That's not an excuse in my book to do what you just did.
1: And when you did as well, I love the fact that you interrupt Bianco, but then you choose to heckle him. Like, I kind of am very proud of you for that. That was amazing. But- Thank you.
0: We didn't want a repeat of what happened on Monday when you went to the bathroom and you came back in here and you just... Do we really have to relive that? Yes, I- we do. It's well, been a rough week You've lost the Jack. plot. Well, you have actually lost the plot. Fire me. You're fired. Good. Get out of here. Bye. See ya. Great. I'm glad we got that out over and done with.
1: Jack, please stay. I beg you. I beg you. Anyway, we need to push forward, guys.
0: His mic's off now.
1: Yeah, he's um he can just sit down. He's back had and relax his say, now. he's
0: disgraced himself once again, and that's never gonna change.
1: <laughs> anyway, I want to talk to you, Bianco, about siblings. Okay? You've got a sister, I've got a brother. Yeah. I know this would never stick with my brother, but I'm interested to see whether you would get away with this with your sister. Probably
0: not, but hit me.
1: A woman in the UK thought she was getting free delivery meals. So through a service that you and I know pretty well,
0: (laughs) but it was actually
1: Uh. billed to her brother. Now, sibling rivalry is something that obviously just never goes away, but she has done the unthinkable. So this woman essentially has since March ordered her food and been able to magically get her food at her house and they're not being charged. And she's like, that's really weird. And she brought it up once or twice. And they're like, no, it's being paid for, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, okay, cool. I'm just going to roll with this. At the same time, her brother was having some severe cyber issues. And he was saying, I'm getting hacked. People are taking money out of my account from this one restaurant. What's going on? Yeah, it took them nine months to figure out that her brother's card was on her account. And he'd been shouting her food. For nine months.
0: It's actually really funny you should say that, though, because I had a situation like that in my family recently Yeah. where we discovered something was happening and we didn't realize for 12 months that this had actually happened. Wow. So, my dad set up a subscription service for my uncle. Yep. And he put his card on it ah. because at the time, my uncle didn't have his own card. Yeah. He's since got his own card and whatnot. But this was set up like probably <laughs> a couple of years back and couldn't. My uncle couldn't understand why. He, he's very old school, so he'd go yeah. down to the post office and pay for the bill. One month, it'd be a larger amount than the other month, and yep. he just couldn't put two and two together. He'd be like, why is it I'm paying set amount this month, and I'm paying this much lower the next month? I don't understand. Anyway, my dad checked his statements late, uh, recently and realized that he had been paying most months for this subscription service That's for my uncle. And then on the odd month where he would go to pay it, it just would sort of even itself out. So, they had to exchange pleasantries and work out an agreement between the two of them. And fortunately, it was all sorted out in the end. Now, it is just my uncle's responsibility. Yeah. Well, that's sibling goals. Yeah. Well, that is a real-life sibling situation. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's amazing. See, my brother would know within 20 seconds of money being taken out of his card, and yeah. he would be like, Explain yourself.
0: Well, see, I don't know my sister's card details, and she doesn't know me. No, mine. same. So but it was bad enough last Saturday when I had an adventure where I had to go to an outlet store and pay off something that I bought for my sister yeah. for a birthday this year that I put on my mum's card. And she kindly reminded me as i was on my way out to a christmas gathering that i hadn't paid off this thing on her account so i had to go to the local shopping center yep. which was local to where i was at in the middle of whoop whoop <laughs> and pay off the account but i did the right thing and it was all okay well
1: there you go it took an
0: hour out of my festivities but it was okay
1: see i'm so glad i brought this up because i knew you'd be able to bring at least a story relevant to that but you've been able to bring two <laughs> I
0: brought two to the table and what have you got to deliver
1: Look, not much. Yeah, that's
0: what I thought. But if someone
1: wants to deliver me free food, though, I wouldn't be mad about it.
0: No, you that's a nev- pretty good setup.
1: You are never mad about free food. She had to transfer her brother four hundred and fifty dollars.
0: That's nothing. It's that's really.
1: a lot of burgers.
0: That is. That really is. Anyway, let us know. O four O four triple zero seven three six. Sibling gate. When have you found yourself in a similar situation? Doesn't have to be food. Could be anything.
1: Or when has your sibling been Oprah? Because. Pretty much whenever she's ordered a burger, the brother's just like, go, 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 go.
0: But on the topic, just quickly, on streaming sites, do you pay for like any of them that your fam- the rest of your family uses? Every use? single one of them yeah, I pay for. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm a bit like that in my family too. It's Carl and Catherine with you. This is shepherd. <laughs> I love cricket this time of year. It becomes cricket season, summer. And fortunately, over in Adelaide, it's all okay weather-wise, so that's good. But yesterday, something amazing happened on television.
1: If it's what... I think you're gonna talk about.
0: What do you think I'm gonna talk about?
1: Has it got something to do with a hat?
0: Well, some would call it a hat, others would call it a beret.
1: I am so on board with this. I could not care less about cricket. But this was brought to my attention and my goodness, it's my most favourite thing to exist. Look,
0: SK Warren, Brighton local, bayside resident for plenty of years, homegrown, we love him. He's Australia's own. He's one of the greatest of all time. Anyway, He's made a questionable fashion statement at the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> he's worn a beret on his hat and no, it's blown up social media. So
1: he's worn, like, what do they call it? Is it a flat, flat top hat?
0: But isn't it a beret? It's, it's, it's kind not of... a
1: beret, but it's like the, it looks similar. Yeah. It's like a front facing. So I yeah. can be
0: forgiven for thinking that it looks like a beret because it does look like a beret. Yeah, he said
1: he was channeling his inner peaky blinders. But what everyone is thinking's happened is that he's had a haircut, hasn't gone well, and because he's a spokesperson for a certain hair company, he couldn't be seen, so he's chucked a hat on.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are saying that bad hair day, Warnie? Question mark. Now we love Warnie and we love what he's about, but this was a real what the actual moment.
1: I this was the only time in my entire existence that I actually cared about cricket because I was just praying that one of his co-hosts would rip that hat off. I just wanted to see what was going on.
0: Well, nobody did in the end.
1: I'm shattered. What a missed opportunity.
0: It was a massive missed opportunity. Now, a lot of athletes like to make really interesting fashion statements like this. They change their hair. For a little while during the AFL season, the last couple of years, I don't know why players have bleached their hair blonde.
1: Or they've gone mullet. Full mullet. Yeah.
0: I don't understand why all these weird hairstyles are coming back. Anyway, I'd love to know when you have made a fashion statement and it's gone wrong. Ooh. Because I feel like it hasn't really been negatively received yeah. by, with Warnie in his situation. But I've had a situation where I have gone wrong.
1: Oh, please, share.
0: Okay, so you know when you're in year 12, at the end of the year, as a cohort, usually a video is put together. Yep. Or something like a presentation to farewell the year. And it may include things that happen outside of school. But that still gets thrown together. Everybody submits their photos, their videos, whatever. And some smart person puts it all together to display to the whole cohort at -hmm. the end of the year. In a sort of farewell video. That's only for the year 12s. And for the teachers. So the teachers get to see a few things that they have never seen in people. Anyway, I don't know why. But somebody took a photo of me wearing a pair of shoes, like they were sort of, they'll probably skater type shoes. Wearing a pair of them, a white socks, and I was wearing denim jean shorts. But they decided to take a photo of my bottom half and include it in the video.
1: Where's the photo?
0: I can find it if you I really need want to. See. to. It's not really worth highlighting, but I thought that is a bad fashion statement by me. I I, didn't think it looked that bad.
1: (laughs) It's not the denim shorts. It's the sock thing, I think, is the most, like, that's the thing that stands out to me visually.
0: Probably needed to wear darker socks, Mm -hmm. I would have thought, or colorful socks or something. Not the white socks. It's just, I don't know, maybe I looked like I was actually going out to play cricket. I don't know. But it got included, and I still don't understand why it got included.
1: Can I ask a question? Sure. Have you ever worn shorts and socks like that ever again? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Say good. Don't let that discourage you.
0: But I probably haven't worn the skater-type shoes yeah. to go with those socks. I've probably just worn different shoes, like runners or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let us know. 0404000736. Did you see Shane Warren on the coverage? Did you see it blow up on social media? What were your reactions? Did you like it? Are you going to go out and buy a hat like that so you can look like him?
1: I haven't checked the um the socials today. I want to know if he's still wearing it. Can someone let me know? Because isn't it yeah. five days?
0: What, that he has to wear it? Isn't or the any- test? the
1: broadcast go for five days?
0: Well, if it lasts that long. Yeah, the Aussies are doing all right last time I checked. Anyway.
1: Maybe he'll come out today with a top hat.
0: Oh, imagine if he wore hats throughout the whole the five series.
1: Five days of hat mess. He should. That's such a missed opportunity. Warn his people, get in contact.
0: He's not only going to have his own aftershave, he's going to have his own hat collection now and he's going to sell it to people. Oh, it's Cal and, and you could call
1: it the hat trick series. Oh, I like that. I'm done. Good See on ya. you. Well
0: done. Here's Amy Shark.
1: Once upon a time, Bianco, we used to do a little segment here called Capel.
0: Yes, but you've changed it.
1: I'm a changed person. I'm a lot more relaxed these days. Yeah. I don't get that fired up. So we've brought in maybe a 50% capacity version of The Anger that was Kapow. Yeah. And we do What The Actual. Yes. And I've got another installment today. Oh,
0: how lovely.
1: Now, I was just on the socials the other day browsing and all of a sudden an article comes up saying the definitive list of the worst films of all time has been produced. Take a look. Do you like any of these films?
0: Don't tell me that one of the films or more than one of those films on that list were films that you just froth over.
1: Maybe.
0: (laughs) I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised.
1: No. Okay. So I, on the most part, think that I'm pretty up with the entertainment world. I'm pretty on par. When I think something's good, people think it's good.
0: Well, let's just say the Kardashians have been around for 15 odd years. So when you bring them up, they're kind of old news.
1: No, they're not. They're doing pretty well for themselves. But hey, I'm looking on this list and I'm like, oh, as if anyone would like these movies. And I'm scrolling through and I'm like, yep. I agree with all of these. and then my one of my favorite Christmas films of all time. Don't tell me Love Actually. No, worse. Christmas with the Cranks has been determined as one of the worst films of all time. Well, it is. Excuse yourself.
0: No, I'm not. It is.
1: It isn't. It
0: is. You know why?
1: Not to lie. Do you
0: know why? Because they made it in the middle of the Santa Claus sequence. So when Christmas with the Cranks came out, I was like. Hang on a second. Has Santa gotten angry all of a sudden? When it came out, when I was younger. Yeah, but
1: that's a you thing. That's not an everybody else thing. Take
0: that back. It's a you thing. What? What did you just say?
1: I said, but Christmas with the Cranks is a great film. First of all, you've got Legend of Christmas himself. I'm going to say Santa's little helper, Tim Allen, (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis, their parents who have had a gutful... And they've decided their only kid has gone off to join the Peace Corps. We're going to not do Christmas. We're going on a cruise. Now, that's already an amazing story. And then it has a Grinch-like twist where Tim grows a heart, and then he goes through the process of getting ready for a cruise. Botox and fake tan is involved. And then Blair's coming back for Christmas. And they have to get the town together and get it ready. In what world is that a bad film?
0: Sorry, were you just describing a film, or were you describing something that happened in your household?
1: No, Larry doesn't do fake tanning, unfortunately, or Botox. But we as a family, I remember going and seeing that film in the cinema and I walked away and I was like, my goodness, that's a film. And since then, I have always watched it, the hickory honey ham scene when she tries to get the last hickory honey ham and she gets the last hickory honey ham and then a truck runs over the hickory honey ham. Absolute disaster. There is so many highs and lows in that film. You cannot put that. Next to Mariah Carey's one film she did as being one of the worst films. I am so offended. What the actual.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that.
1: I actually want to take out legal proceedings against this website. Thanks for getting
0: that that off your chest. (sighs) I'm really glad that what the actual allowed you to do that. This
1: show seriously could have been two hours of me going through that thing.
0: But all I'm going to say is I tend to agree with whoever wrote that article. Everybody can have different opinions, and my opinion is that Christmas with the Cranks should actually be Christmas with Capow the Crank, because if you like that, you must be a cranky person this time of year.
1: I brought Stress Rocks into the studio today. I'm going to go outside and just have a moment with my rocks.
0: Yeah, I think you should. At least they'll maybe agree with your thoughts and opinions when it comes to movie choices at Christmas time. This is The Avalanches. We will always love you. you nope, not blood you. Blood Orange. Well, you know. Nope. You don't have to. It's okay. It's always been a love hate kind of thing on this show.
1: Justice for the Craigs.
0: I was at work the other day and I was tasked with helping somebody that was coming from interstate to, you know, be set up and all good to yep. do what they had to do. Anyway, basically, to cut a long story short, I had to meet somebody that's pretty well known. Yes. I won't reveal who it was out of respect to that person, but... I was kind of like, look, this person's coming from interstate. They haven't exactly experienced what we have in Melbourne. Do I shake their person's hand or not? How do do I do it? No. Anyway, I did.
1: Bianco, we're not supposed to do that.
0: No, well, we're sort of, we're in a COVID normal now.
1: Is it a bit weirder to elbow somebody like that? Like, is that a bit more intimate? You're just like...
0: I wasn't going to go up to this particularly well-known person and say, G'day, mate, how you going? And just put the elbow out.
1: short. It would look like you would be trying to punch him in the face. (laughs)
0: Didn't want to do that. If I had have actually extended my elbow, I probably would have knocked yeah. him out. So that's, no, I didn't, I just went for the handshake. He shook my hand. He's How probably are gone
1: home and been like, this guy shook my hand.
0: Well, you think that's what he's going to go home and think? No. What did you do? Look, it wasn't intentional. Anyway, he said, oh, look, I've had an early start to the day. We were at Whoop Whoop doing this. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, thankfully in Melbourne, we've got some of the best coffee ever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He, he turns to me and he looks at me funny and he says, yeah, no, that'd be fantastic. But I actually, I don't drink coffee. So just when I thought I'd done the right thing and yeah. I said, hey, look, you know, it's okay that you have to get up this early yeah. because you may be you, you may be from another state that doesn't have as great coffee yeah. as what we do or can't make coffee as good as we can, but we are the coffee capital of Australia. So you can just get some caffeine into you and voila, you'll... Bob's your uncle, we are sweet.
1: And he's just like, I don't want any like, small talk.
0: He's just like, no, not having it. Not having it at all.
1: See, it's those moments which I think is particularly unfair because it makes you very hard to continue that conversation on.
0: But to make matters worse, he said, yeah, when I got off caffeine, it was like getting off an illicit substance. <laughs> oh, no. And I was just like, whoa. I didn't know how to respond. I really had no idea how to respond to that. And no. I just felt so bad.
1: <laughs> I, all I can imagine you doing... Leaving that conversation is you know that meme online of Homer Simpson walking backwards into the hedge. That's you leaving that conversation.
0: <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. I had to make sure he was all set up and he was all good, and he was so yeah. good on him. That was great. But I left the studio thinking to myself, "Boy, that wasn't a real great first impression on my behalf." I made a comment without knowing that he doesn't consume caffeine, and it's gone real well for me.
1: Yeah. Well, look. I mean, you could be the new gossip girl. It appears.
0: <laughs> gossip girl. How dare you accuse me of being a gossip girl? You're the gossip girl here. But sorry, no, that's Jack.
1: Yeah, it's Jack. He actually has a blog. The stuff that we say behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, and you can find that at catherine dot com forward slash the stuff that he says.
1: What was that? Says.
0: Says says potato potato. Go on.
1: The stuff that he says coming soon. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that'd be such a good podcast. I do try. It's just Jack talking into a mic by himself. Welcome to um, The Stuff That He Says. I'm Jack Misson. Today we're going to talk about the time Bianco sneezed in the studio.
0: Look, it happens sometimes. And don't get started on people sneezing because when you sneeze, it sounds like Tinkerbell has entered the studio. I'm not having any of that.
1: That's harsh. Some people say that's a magical experience.
0: No, it's actually a bit like... Well, I don't know how to describe it. You go into a fantasy land for a moment?
1: I live in a fantasy land, so.
0: Yeah, look, I didn't want to be rude, but, you know. Oh, well. It's Carlton Castle. Someone's got you. to. Carl Castle with you for your Friday. My
1: next door neighbor's a unicorn.
0: Have you ever said something and later regretted what you said on a first impression? Let us know. Here's Peking Duck and Tommy Trash. Yes. Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bass. we're rocking, we're rolling, we're just, you know, doing the lot.
1: I like that. I wasn't expecting that, but we're, what was it? We're rocking, we're rolling, and we're doing the lot.
0: Pretty much. Yep.
1: I love That's just such a you expression. Start off strong, you're like, I can't be bothered with the rest. We're just doing the lot.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of somebody that does a lot, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Did he have the blow-up of all blow-ups this week? Yeah. He's one of the greatest actors of all time, I reckon, in my book. I've, I just feel like he's done so many iconic movies and the fact that he's not won an Academy Award.
1: for um, He's a great action man, let's put it that way. I haven't seen Tom Cruise in many dramas.
0: It took Leo a long time.
1: aside from his life.
0: And Tom Cruise has not quite reached that
1: level. No, 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 no.
0: I don't know why. Do, can you pinpoint why?
1: Well, he doesn't do dramatic films. That's why.
0: Tom Cruise? Yeah. Dramatic films?
1: Yeah. Mission Impossible is not a drama.
0: Hang on. There are so many films he's done that are dramatic.
1: Yeah, but of recent times, did though. You,
0: American Mate? Did you watch American Made? No. Oh, one of the... Honestly, a really fantastic movie. It was about a guy who was a pilot. A pilot? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I should have said Pilot.
1: Pilot for those playing at home.
0: Did I say it wrong again?
1: No, he's a pilot.
0: Oh god, I've really lost my self esteem you... <laughs> now. He was a pilot in this film yep. that was a pilot for a really well known airline and then thought he got recruited by the CI. It's a long story. Just watch the film.
1: You look so nervous now after that. That's, getting through that review was mission impossible. But it, anyway. It
0: really, really was.
1: Yes. Though
0: on the latest instalment of that film mm-hmm. you just mentioned. He has blown up at the staff, allegedly, we yes. should say, because there's been a recording that's leaked. And yes. it appears to be in relation to COVID safety within the place they were Correct. recording. And and it's been leaked. And I think I've actually got a little grab of it. Just let's just have a listen here. Show me the money! Derek, you better yell! Show me the money! You get
1: the picture. <laughs> yeah. Look, the rant um, wasn't as... I'm going to say that's chilled compared to what we heard. And in I thought it was round. related
0: to COVID protocols on the place they were filming in. It may not have been.
1: It was, it was. Let's, let's not get it twisted. Yeah. The thing is with this. Okay. So it has gone everywhere, this recording. And I think it's important to recognize that first of all, The way he yelled at everybody was not appropriate at all. No. You don't speak to people like that. No. But the point he was trying to make, however, is important because what he was saying was if you were breaching COVID guidelines, there are people on this crew who won't be able to feed their families, their livelihoods would go like, we want to be an example that the movie industry can continue to work under this pandemic. Yeah. In a healthy and safe way that people don't get sick.
0: And it can be real good like that, Tom Cruise.
1: Absolutely. But yeah, the screaming, not so good. I want to know what the job security is of the guy that leaked the audio. Yeah. Because that's a pretty brave move.
0: There's been a lot of leaks this year. Yeah. Somebody should just go and patch them up. I mm. don't know how, but...
1: No, that's Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah, you're probably not wrong there. Anyway, let us know. oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Have you blown up like Tom Cruise? And I hope with,
1: not. Based on you, better than that. With
0: good reason too, as well, because he he did have a, a fair point.
1: Yeah, but just a little bit of a nicer tone. You know, there's a difference between getting your point across in a chilled way and screaming at people.
0: Imagine if we had to be truthful all the time and be polite and everything, twenty four seven.
1: You should be. Just be good, guys. I'm pretty
0: sure. Didn't Ricky Gervais do a movie about that? Yeah. <sighs> mm, say no more. <laughs>
1: It's been a big week, Bianco, for an Aussie icon.
0: I wonder who that could be.
1: Now, if I was to say the name Nikki Webster, what would you think?
0: Strawberry Kisses.
1: Yes. You would think the 2000 Olympic Games. You may also think her brief stunt, stint even, not stunt, (laughs) as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, where I fangirled so hard. It was the first show I went to. I loved it. It was amazing. Anyway, she has released a new album this week which is amazing, Mm -hmm. but I have just been informed seconds before doing this segment she could be our next Bachelorette.
0: I've heard something about this too.
1: Yeah, there's rumours swirling that Nikki Webster, icon and national treasure, could be our 2021 Bachelorette and I am down. yeah,
0: Yeah, I'd like to say that I'm surprised by this, but I'm not.
1: I just think, imagine, so you've gone from having the two sisters, not a successful season in the sense of finding love at the end. No,
0: hang on. It was a successful season. No, I'm
1: saying in the outcome. It was a successful season, just that they didn't find love. Yeah. Whereas if we see young Nikki Webster, first of all, she's got to fly into the first ceremony. Young Nikki
0: Webster, yes.
1: We saw her as a child and now to see her growing, because she's got two kids. And obviously, she's back on the market. Her symbol. child actually
0: looks more like Nikki Webster than Nikki oh, Webster bizarre, looks like Nikki it? Webster.
1: But if she's our bachelorette, you've got to go on.
0: No. no. I, sorry?
1: Take one for the team. No. I want to be friends with Nikki Webster. What a
0: ridiculous thing to say.
1: That would be amazing. Jack can go on. Jack, yeah. Take one for the he team. He can take
0: one for the team. It'd yeah. be a perfect match.
1: Yeah, actually, you could produce remotely. You're probably better suited,
0: actually. <laughs> he could produce remotely? Yeah. Well, that'd be a difficult task.
1: Yeah, I reckon... Jack, what do you reckon?
0: Oh, don't Are you ready him,
1: for some strawberry kisses? Don't,
0: don't, don't throw him under oh. the bus. Don't go there. Don't even go there. But, you know... But
1: that would just be an amazing... Every single break would have to have one of her tunes underneath.
0: I honestly think that if she was going to be the Bachelorette, she'd probably end up going on real adventures to weird places, a little like Lockie did in The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I kind of... I couldn't help but remember a song when she was younger. She sang something that went a little like this...
1: So good.
0: For the Jungle Book?
1: Yeah, but I'm a little bit confused because she was recently cast as the Abby Lee Miller in the Australian Dance Mums. So does that mean that's not happening anymore?
0: I don't know. I haven't heard any more about that.
1: Because I, to be honest, I don't think that would have been good for her brand because Nikki is a sweetheart. We don't want her being mean.
0: She is a dance mom though.
1: Yes, yeah, she is. She has for her in like many studios.
0: Yeah, she was very talented.
1: She is very talented and I cannot wait to see her be on Dance Mums and The Bachelorette and the new album is a bop.
0: Who else from the past can we bring back and make relevant again?
1: Hmm. Young Divas. Has to happen. Bardo? No, they've had their time. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. There's there's a lot of stuff going on there. (sighs) Sophie Monk.
1: Monk. Is
0: it Monk or Monk? It's Monk. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Just clarifying the right way to Jack, say
1: it. Jack, cut that. Him saying he appreciates me. My goodness, that's an early Christmas present. I
0: didn't mean it like I actually nope. do appreciate nope. You know, something I've been really enjoying lately. What's that? Is unmasking jingles on the ABC. What's that? They are unmasking basically the people that wrote some of the most iconic Australian jingles of all time. Ooh. And one caught my attention. It was the last one for the year. They decided to well reveal who actually did one of the most iconic anthems of all time. Oh let let it play out. Have a okay. close listen to this. It's really, really interesting.
1: <laughs> that it's, was, a, it's a bit of a different key than what we're used to now, isn't because it? Because
0: that was on piano. Yeah. And that was a man by the name of Richard Connolly who composed the song for Play School
1: what all an, those years ago. What an iconic song too.
0: And that was a fantastic effort by him. He's 93. Wow. So they've gone, they've interviewed him, they've asked him to reveal what famous jingle he created. And he created the play school jingle about a bear and a chair.
1: Yeah, or if you were in my primary school at the time, my principal would come over and sing to me and my friend Claire, saying there's a Claire in there and a Catherine as well. Wow. That hasn't haunted me.
0: No, obviously not. Otherwise, you wouldn't have brought it up. So, I I found this remarkable because it's not the only one that has been revealed. They've revealed plenty. But I'd love to know... What's what in your opinion is the most iconic jingle, Australian jingle Ooh. of all time?
1: Well, the second you said jingle, the first thing that came to mind was the Reading Writing Hotline.
0: Yes. One three
1: double o six triple five o six.
0: Yes, that's a good one, mm. and that still gets a spin. Oh yeah. So if you do have issues reading or writing, call the hotline. Was it one three double That's it.
1: If something like heaven forbid touch wood something would have happened that would be the first number I'd want to call I
0: just have to make a minor correction it's not 006, it's oh six yeah one three
1: double oh six triple five oh six yeah I, said, 006 06. Yeah, I said get it right
0: o six. It's you
1: disappoint me
0: 06, because it's six triple five mm-hmm. so if you had oh six then we' make it a number that wouldn't work
1: you have somehow managed to make me hate that jingle now <laughs> and I will hate you forever <sighs> Yeah, so that's one of my favourites, or was one of my favourites
0: <laughs> until I decided Bianco to. got his to mitts ruin it.
1: on it. Um, what other good jingles are out there?
0: There are so many. I particularly like Neighbours. That's iconic.
1: Oh yeah, I also love honourable mention to Loomobile. Yes. Um. Also, Ream. Do you remember that song, Install a Ream? Yes.
0: Now we're not trying to just. Give free plugs to no, all no, these no. No, no, no. companies out there. We're just talking about jingles. jingles. They get stuck in your head.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know another one I just thought of. What? Kath and Kim.
1: Yeah, but that's not a jingle, mate. That's no, a theme song. Yeah, we can Come extend on. it. Come on.
0: Jingle and themes. I said neighbours. That's a theme yeah, song but too. That's, mm. Just something Australian.
1: What about the fish finger song? Or the Rose's Chocolates. Do you remember that? Thank you very much for the Rose's Chocolates. Thank you very, 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 very very much. We now see why I can't, like, process new information. It's just all jingles in one We're happy
0: little mites as mate as mate can be.
1: I love aeroplane jelly.
0: Okay, look, I am going to end it right there because if we go on and on and on, we are just going to constantly give free plugs to all these businesses that we shouldn't be.
1: Can I do one more? Quickly. Cold, cold, carpet, cold. The
0: experts in the trade. Boom. I just felt like you needed a deeper voice for that. That You don't think
1: I could go baritone? How dare you?
0: Well, have a go then. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: So I obviously working in retail, it's a lot at the moment. Um, It's, yeah, it's the Olympics. So you sort of get a random day off during the week and then you're working all weekend. So yesterday was that day. And I was like, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to run all my errands that I have to do. That is the cutoff because next week and the following week, I've got no time. Yeah. So anyway, I did everything I had to. And I got home and just collapsed in a heap outside because it was lovely yesterday. <laughs> on the deck, in the sun, lying down, just being like, thank goodness that's Sorry, what done. was that? Lying down.
0: Lying oh! <laughs> what it seemed like because you went...
1: Lounging Lying. is not for you. But yes. Um So anyway, I'm chilling on the ground just being like, I did it. I cannot believe it. And then my little dog, little 16-year-old Normo appears. Normo? And Norman is such a mood because he used to be a very hyperactive spirit. And then age has really mellowed him out and he's just chilling.
0: I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: No, it's a great thing. He's really good. So sometimes he'll be like mid-activity and then he'll just fall asleep.
0: Well, Fifi's got the Benjamin Button syndrome. Uh, okay. She's... Become even more active as she's got Nola. Okay, but the arthritis does occasionally yeah. get to her. Well,
1: this is the thing. So Norman used to do a thing where I'd be lying Norman! on the bed, and he would run and jump on top of me. And yeah. so yesterday he had a crack at it, <laughs> and because of his brittle bones, he like tried and he failed. So I was like, "It's fine." So I pick him up, and he's like chilling, and he's just like falling asleep lying on top of me, which isn't the most comfortable thing in the world. But anyway, all of a sudden I sort of see him move weird. And I was like, what's going on? Norman got himself his toenail stuck in my top. So we were attached and he was sort of lying across my neck and I couldn't look to fix it. So I'm lying on the deck with this eight kilo dog lying across from me like some weird necklace. And I'm calling out for help because my brother and my dad were home. And so my brother comes out and he assesses the situation and he goes, we're going to have to remove Norman. We're going to have to cut your top and get him removed because we can't get him off. And I was like, cause I can't see anything at this point. So I'm essentially going in for surgery. Norman is stuck on my top. He could not care less. He's not stressed at all. And I was like, what am I doing? And I couldn't get up or anything because of the way he was sitting. And so I'm just lying there for like 15 minutes. Larry comes out, assesses the scene. He's just embarrassed for me, to be honest with you. He's like, oh, okay. So anyway, yeah, I was lying there for 15 minutes, surgically like attached to my dog. And it was a moment. Eventually I was able to get him through, but he didn't even notice. He was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. That's rather unfortunate for Norman.
1: It was, yeah, it's very unfortunate for Norman. Because imagine I could have been here today and I would have had to have had like some weird baby carry if he never got removed Would just been walking around with my dog, which kind of is a good lifestyle for me, I think just having him there constantly. But yeah, it was a bit of a weird look. So it had me thinking though, weird accessories, things that just should not be worn as an accessory. My dog is one of them.
0: Spirit animal. Yeah, exactly. Would it be one of those if he had came with you. <laughs>
1: I would have to leave the studio so many times. Sorry, Norman needs to have his medication. Walk off. Norman needs this. Norman needs that. No. We could have gotten him a little microphone.
0: No. No. Sorry. Norman
1: could be the new Jack, and if he falls asleep during a segment, we know that we need to lift our game.
0: He probably would give us more than Jack. (laughs) For the record, let us know. 0404 000 736. What if you had a real deep and meaningful attachment with your dog or your cat or anything?
1: Imagine me at work with my dog just stuck there.
0: Guinea pigs get stuck to you a lot.
1: I've never had a guinea pig. They're not my thing. Not
0: good. They're a bit creepy. Yeah, they are very weird.
1: And they squeal. Why, Why are
0: they called pigs when they don't look anything like pigs?
1: Good question. Anyone
0: ever thought that? I know they've got the little teats that what we, you know if you turn a guinea pig, anyway here's dream
1: <laughs> guinea pig. i like to think that this year although it has been stressful we've been relatively good people
0: well you might have been
1: <laughs> okay good to see you're honest see that's heading you in the right direction you're being honest i have
0: tried to spread as much positivity as possible this year
1: yeah well somebody a little girl in fact has realized a little too late into this festive season that maybe she has stuffed up And she may have been not as nice as she probably could have. So she's written Santa a note to try and make amends so that she can still get what's on her Christmas list. And I kind of really vibe with it, okay? Okay. So it reads as this. Dear beloved Father Christmas, I hope you've had a wonderful year and you've been well. My year has been quite the opposite. I've tried hard to be good but miserably failed. I'll be honest, I do deserve coal. But please, I'd love to have a present. Actually, more than one. Here's a list. Tick the boxes if you have them. One, AirPods. Two, game consoles. Three, a Snake. PS 5 and 4, Nintendo Switch. I don't know what that means. I know the Switch part. Five, a DJ set. A trip to France. An iPhone 12. Mobile laptop. New computer. And then at the end she goes, hopefully you succeed to fulfill my request and then wrote down her name. That's that's
0: not a long list at all. That's nothing. So
1: she's apologized for being a brat, said she deserves coal, but she deserves a new phone, new computer, a trip to France. Love that. I love the confidence of kids.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) That is really amazing. If you seriously think you're going to get all of that from Santa, well done.
1: I know, but I just thought it was interesting, and I want to know what's. How have you tried to patch up an error that you've made or a mistake you've made in a really stupid, like oh, not saying that's stupid, but like in a really not sincere way? I'm going to say,
0: uh, there's just so many that like that come to mind over the years. Like, if
1: you be, like make a mistake and you say something rude, do you just shoot a text, or do you go to the extent of sending flowers or gifts or? You know, are you one of those people or are you just Santa I stuffed up? I know I deserve cold, but please give me a phone.
0: There's so many times that I, as a child, said the wrong thing, did the wrong thing and was threatened to not have anything from Santa that year. Yeah. So many times, like endless amounts of times. But I can also think of times on like New Year's where I've said some things that I probably shouldn't have as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, like... Just awkward situations I've put myself in And then I've been told otherwise That I shouldn't have said that Yeah, It happens too often though But that's all the the way we learn in life Is by making mistakes Absolutely I might have made a few too many over the years And I'm sorry to anybody I have offended
1: See, he is sincere That's good That's better than a letter Sure (laughs) But yeah, I just want to know Whether that girl gets anything on that list I wish her all the best with those endeavours Or whether she will get coal It's like
0: when you ask for a pet from Santa. That is particularly difficult. Yeah. Imagine Santa sitting on a dog for 10 hours. That poor
1: dog. I know. It needs so much therapy. Well,
0: they do say it's a dog-eat-dog world. Now, I know we sort of touched on Christmas presents before, but I forgot about this wonderful story. Well, not so wonderful for the parents of this said child, but a boy was gifted a magnifying glass for Christmas. Yep. And he may have positioned it in a way where it burnt the lawn. Oh, no. Of his front yard in America. It's such an American thing to happen. Yep. Really. You watch it on television, in sitcoms, and then in real life situations occur that are very similar. And this happens. Toys that go wrong. Not great. No. But it happens a lot. I remember I once got a Spider Man hand, which came with silly string. And I shot out all the silly string before I could even really properly use it. <laughs> that was fun.
1: Well, what about the dolls that we spoke about earlier in the year where you put them in cold water and they come out in like, you know, not safe for um, radio or broadcasting oh, outfits? Yes. Do you reckon that people are still giving them for Christmas? Surely not.
0: I wouldn't have thought so. Then there was another questionable toy that was in mm. an Australian store recently, which I rose uh, on this program. Yes to just bring it up saying, look, they've erected something and I don't know how they're going to fix the situation.
1: Yeah. My favorite things are, you know, when you get the battery operated like toys and they talk Yeah. and then the batteries start dying and they just go real like slow-mo and their voices are all weird. <laughs> a friend of mine had, I don't know where it came from or why they had it, but as a kid, they tell the story, they had one of those tables that young kids would sit at and they were interactive and you'd learn and it was yeah. a Spanish table. Spanish. And they'd learn how to speak Spanish. And in the middle of the night when it was hot in particular, this thing would just shoot off by itself. And one night the dad woke up to this man's, deep man's voice. And he's like, what's going on? And he walked around the house with like, you know, a weapon to make sure that he was okay. And all of a sudden he hears this, hola, in the middle of the night. And it was a Spanish table that had been shot off and its batteries were dying. And it sounded like an intruder. Incredible.
0: That was it? Are you sure that was it? Hola. <laughs> it wasn't a, a Spanish Christmas song? Feliz
1: Navidad. I don't know whether you'd be that thrilled Feliz to be woken up to this either, to be honest. I love that song, but it's too peppy for the, yeah, the
0: Because it actually has a long build-up mm. to when it reaches Feliz yeah. Navidad, you probably wouldn't get thrown off by something no. like that. Anyway, I'd love to know the gifts that you got given as a child that just went wrong. They just went really, really wrong. Or maybe you actually did get a puppy or a, a cat yeah. or a guinea pig or a rabbit or a fish or something, and maybe they dried out. Or I, I don't they know. They
1: dried out. Well, you know,
0: maybe you didn't put the fish in water when you were supposed to.
1: I feel so sorry for all your pets.
0: No, I didn't. I never did that. Should we had little Kevin? My sister decided to call every pet that was small, miniature Kevin. Aside from Fifi, I don't know. Had <laughs>
1: a fish called Kevin. I love that so much. Had a fish
0: called Kevin. Had a little bug that she'd find. She always called Kevin's. <laughs> it's a real family affair.
1: Who's fed Kevin?
0: Not me. Hey, we're at the end of the show.
1: How quickly these two hours have gone.
0: So, so quick. We'll catch you again on Monday from 7am.
1: Bright and early. Live and local. Set your clocks.
0: Yes, we'll be here.
1: We will. We
0: won't miss it. And don't forget, GJ coming up after 6 o'clock.
1: That's it. Have a lovely weekend, guys. Get that last minute shopping done. Yes. If you are shopping, I pray for you.
0: Stay safe out there.
1: Yep. And um, until Monday, take care. See ya. Bye.
0: Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.